Damn, I love my body. 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 I love my body. Damn, I love my body. Damn, I love my body. I can't remember the last time I've said, damn, I love my body. I can't remember the last time I've said, damn, I love my body. I can't remember the last time I've said, damn, I love my body. When it comes to self body image, it's my mom's voice telling me like I'm not skinny enough or like I'm getting fat, things like that. I grew up um, like having a lot of body image issues because of my thyroid, because I gained weight at such a young age. I was chubby most of my life. It wasn't until high school I got really skinny, but it was because I was doing shots on my body, like like shots to like make your fat smaller. I was taking Herbalife. I was doing, you know, diet pills, Benadryl to sleep so I don't have to eat. So my, my mom, she would, because she just wanted me to be happy with my body, she thought aiding that would help me, not realizing that it actually like hurt me. So her intentions were to help me, but I know that it just, it didn't help me at all. You know, but she didn't know. She was just trying to make me happy. So my mom would wrap plastic around my stomach and we would dance like with like the women in like the neighborhood. We would dance um, punta or tumpa. I can't remember the name. It's like a, I think it's punta. It's a type of like Central American dance that like you're tiptoeing on your feet and it's really fast paced. So you sweat a lot. <laughs> we were doing that back in like back in the day, like like dancing really fast paced with like all the women in the neighborhood and just like sweating it off. Or like my mom would take me to Dorsey High School, which is in Crenshaw, and we would like run two miles together <laughs> or like walk two miles to just like work out the fat. And she was just like, it's not coming off. Like in her mind, it's like, it's not coming off. My daughter is sad about her weight. Like, what do I do as a mom, you know? I even wore like corsets or like my mom would call them fajas. You just put them like under your shirt. You could see like the ribbing. I wore them like at 12. I have a photo of me at Disneyland wearing it in the heat. I was a cute little 12 year old and I wish I just embraced like my chubbiness. Like, you know, just like I'm feeling myself. Like this is my skin, like fuck off people. I notice my toes. 
and they're kind of chunky. Well, at the top at least, they're kind of chubby. <laughs> I currently have my toes painted rose gold. I usually have them the red. The only color I really wear is red. The reason why is because when I was younger, my mom would tell me that wearing red meant that you were mature and that only older women, only mature older women could wear red. And that always just resonated with me for some reason. And then looking up at my ankles, I see my tattoos. Above my right ankle, I have a tattoo of a lotus. I got the tattoo this year, actually. I got a lotus to represent growth, to represent the, the growth, growth from the, the mud, mud that, that I came out of. And I feel and like I left this leg. tattoo. I left ankle, actually. I have a bouquet of flowers with three daisies that represent my dog that passed. A tulip, because tulips are one of my favorite flowers, and peonies, because peonies are my favorite flower. I have billy balls and some fern. It's just a bouquet. My legs are slightly prickly, probably a little bit more than slightly. I haven't really shaved, because I feel like there's no point to. I've kind of just embraced the hairs on my legs. There's some beauty in it and how natural and how soft and the sound it makes when I rub against it. I find comfort in it. This is the part of my body that's the hardest to embrace. I can feel my rolls kissing each other. Slight sweat in between them. I'm wearing a crop top, so that's how I know how it feels. Every time I touch my stomach, I feel like I'm reminded of all the years I've hated it, and how I still do. I've treated so poorly with either overeating or not eating enough. How I fed it so much alcohol on days that were just days to shed pain and somehow numb pain with alcohol. I think I forgot a one very important part of my body. is in between my legs. I know, genitals. <laughs> when I think of them, I think of how I'm working on building a more platonic relationship with it. As I'm looking at my legs and even my genitals in the mirror, I'm wearing an underwear, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know, just looking at it. I don't know. I used to see pain. I used to see a lot of pain. When I look at it now, it looks different. <laughs> it looks happy. <laughs> I 
don't know if you ever looked at your genitals and say, hey, it actually looks happy. I used to hate my boobs. They're really lopsided. Like one's bigger than the other, oof. And they go east and west, like it is all kinds of crazy. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've gained and lost weight so many times over the years. So it's just like, they also sack a little bit. They're grandma boobs, but I kinda like them. They're super soft. Sometimes I rub olive oil on them. Mmm, my neck, my throat. Oof, man, my thyroid. That's all I think of is my thyroid. My thyroid controls all parts of me, and I do not let it control me. You know, it likes to. I do my best to not let it control me. You know, as I'm looking at my body in the mirror, I think I should really do this more often. Just sit here and stare at parts of me. My face just looks softer and not as tense. Because when it's tense, my eyebrows tend to scrunch up in the middle a bit. And it looks like I have a line. My mom used to tell me when I was younger that if I'd kept doing that, doing the scrunch face, I would get a wrinkle on between my eyebrows. So I did it on purpose just to annoy her. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm just staring at myself in the mirror, just looking at me. I'm like, hey, that's you. You've changed. Look at you. <laughs> Your face has changed. <laughs> These glasses should be on my face. Okay. Stop barking. My relationship with my body. I almost said it's like Sid and Nancy, but no, it's not that bad. It's just, it's, it's a really toxic relationship. Like it's so toxic. I, I gaslight, gaslight my, body. my body so much. And then there's days where I just embrace it. Like the days that I embrace it, I take a lot of nude photos. <laughs> I kid you not. Like every time I'm just like, Ooh, I'm feeling this like curve right here. I'm just like, I take all the nude photos of myself that day. I have so many nude photos of myself. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Um, I kind of just want to put them like on a zine and just like, like, you know how people are like send nudes. I just want to name it, send nudes and just like nudes of me. <laughs> That'd be so cute. <laughs> It'd be just like a big fuck you to everyone and just like put it out there. <laughs> Imagine, Imagine like having a world where people don't give two shits about what your body looks like you know what i'm gonna say this i did experience that when i went to lupin lodge which is a nudist colony no one gave a shit about my body type at all everyone was just naked and you know how amazing that feels just being around people who are so confident in their skin and just like just letting it all hang out no one judging it was so liberating, but it also just like made me realize that day I cried so much that day because I was like, I don't love my body enough to be in this place.
body part that I admire the most is definitely my legs. I love my legs so much. I love running, so I do like to run. So that helps me, like, you know, my legs just, they're powerhouses, like it gets me places. They kick things, you know, I dance too a little bit. I mean, I go out, I used to go dancing, by the way, before COVID, of course. Um, I used to go dancing a lot, so that's my favorite thing. I loved getting down and twerking. That's like my favorite thing, you know? <laughs> like I, I love the places that my legs take me to because it's my, the most adventurous part of me. I am touching my legs because they're so hairy right now and I love it. <laughs> I'm touching my legs as I'm talking about them. So I let my hairs grow out because I'm just like, I don't care. And it feels so like funny. And I kind of like the feeling of it. This was an audio portrait of Ruby Ifat Ahmad. And this was part two. This piece was produced and sound designed by me, Stephanie Aguilar, with additional help from Emma Palm. Portraits of is an independent audio project presenting slice of life diaries from Asian Americans and people of Asian heritage. You can listen to upcoming episodes by subscribing on your podcast app or you can visit our website at www.portraits-of.com P-O-R-T-R-A-I-T-S-O-F.com We're also open to more diary participants. We are accepting applications and recommendations. If you're selected, we would find a way to collaborate. Usually we would send you some kind of prompts every week. And when you're finished with recording, uh, the producers would put together a collage of some of your recordings. And then we'd have you listen to it to make sure that whatever we've selected is okay for us to publish. So if you are interested, please email us at audioportraitsof at gmail.com. We do offer 
modest honorariums for our participants. If you'd love to support this project, we also accept donations. <laughs> you can uh, send us donations through ko-fi.com slash portraitsof. It's ko-fi.com slash portraitsof. This is also all of these links um, and the our email address is also in the show notes. Money goes towards producing and editing this project and paying participants and snacks. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. <laughs> anyway, please consider donating to us on ko-fi.com slash portraits of. Again, this is all in the show notes. Okay, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>